Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. to be here tonight let's pray father thank you so much for your word for your blessing what a privilege it is for us to be in your presence again we thank you lord we love you jesus hallowed be thy name lord in jesus name amen you may be seated All right. Well, it's good to see you all again. And um, like I've been telling you, the evening service is reserved for people who really want to be close to God. Are you listening? So if you if you are if you are impatient, you shouldn't come here in the evening. Because we don't have a starting time and we don't have a closing time. So when you are very busy, you can't come for these services. So tell somebody that if you are very busy, you shouldn't come in the evenings. Alright? Hallelujah. I'm talking about love tonight. Love and the presence of God. Hallelujah. Now, let's turn to John chapter 11. Now, a certain man was sick, Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. Now, it was the Mary who anointed the Lord huh? with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. So the sisters sent word to him saying, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. Amen. Are you there? Are you there? 
But when Jesus heard this, he said, the sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God. Huh? So that the Son of God may be glorified by it. Amen. Amen. Verse 5. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was sick, he then stayed two days longer in the place that he was. Amen. Tonight, I want you to know that God, I can see some people sleeping. I haven't even finished reading the scriptures yet. Okay. Um, come. I won't talk. Okay. You stand here. Anybody you see sleeping, go to the person, take the person out. Too. And let me give you 20 Do you have some money there for transport so they can go home quickly? Uh, Peter, come. Have you got some money on you? Transport. Okay. Every, give them 10000 for transport. So stand here. You look at this section. Stand here. Look at this section. Anybody that you see sleeping, just walk there and take that. And if I see the person sleeping and you don't see the person, I'll suck you. <laughs> right. Luke chapter 10. Upstairs. Now, as they were traveling along, he entered a village and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. Are you with me? Luke chapter 10 and verse number 38. And she had a sister called Mary, who was seated at the Lord's feet, listening to his word. But Martha was distracted with all her preparations. And she came up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the serving alone? Then tell her to help me. But the Lord answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and bothered about so many things. But only one thing is necessary. For Mary has chosen the good part, which shall not be taken away from her. Amen. Have you seen anybody yet? All right. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. Now, tonight is a very short uh, sermon, message. God loves talking 
with you. Now, when it comes to intercourse, do you know intercourse? What does intercourse mean? Can you check for me intercourse quickly? Intercourse. Now, intercourse is the expression of love. All right? Are you there? Is the expression of love between two people. Now, what we know as intercourse is what we usually refer to as sexual intercourse. Now, listen. There are a lot of hypocrites in the church. When we talk about things which they know about or which they do, and you see them becoming, oh, ah, oh, yeah. what is he saying? And I, 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 quite frankly, I can't stand hypocritical things. Ah, why is he, why is he giving that example? You are the dirty person. You are so dirty that holy things are dirty to you. Because God didn't make anything dirty and unclean. But your pollutions are so many that even when you get married, it looks all evil to you. Me, I was a virgin when I got married. I have not slept with anybody in my life apart from my wife up till today. Yeah. So me, a lot of things that are unclean, look, a lot of things that are unclean to people, they are not unclean to me. And I watch how people are hypocritical. Things that they do. You see people with ties looking very dignified and you'll be surprised. Ah, this man has had a child with this person. This one has this. Ah. How did he have a child? By removing his trousers and doing all sorts of things. Yeah. So what I don't want you to start this type of superior kind of look when I talk about and say intercourse. Hey, you know, we know our, we know our man. He's going into. Identify them, Brandy. Okay. You are very lucky. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Occasionally we have to talk like fools to address certain mindsets. Yeah. When we, when, we, when we write, you know, marriage counseling, realities, then you see some people go, oh, ooh, don't bring yourself at all, lest I weed you. One pastor said to me, he said, I am so, have you got it? 
Ja. All right. Huh. One pastor said to me, Are you there? <laughs> when he read my, my marriage counseling manual, he said, Wow, you are very bold. <laughs> and able to say things. He said, You know, in our church, a very big church, we have never had any serious counseling. We are, we are not able to talk about certain things. It has never been mentioned. So he was asking me, so how should we I said, counsel the people. <laughs> counsel the people. You get it? So me, when I'm talking about things and I see people raising their nose, mm. I've seen all of you in the church. And you shouldn't have come in the evening. You should have come in the morning. I told you, don't come in the evening if you are not serious. But the things that I'm saying in the evening, they are only serious people can take them. We have two types of scriptures in the Bible. Everyday life scriptures. And scriptures for people who are very serious with God. Turn with me to second. I'm breaking my sermon because some of you are here. Yeah, I have to do a lot of explanations. I've left the actual message to address certain things. Second Timothy chapter 2. I have to explain. Look at verse 4. It says, No soldier in active service entangles himself in the affairs of everyday life so that he may please the one who has enlisted him as a soldier. Now we have something that we call affairs of everyday life. And on Sunday morning, we address the affairs of everyday life. Are you listening to what I'm saying? And the affairs of soldiers are different. And that's why I started having these impartation services. I have sat you. Go. Go and sit down. Instead of receiving spying at the people. For, where is Aki? It doesn't mean you have to be. It doesn't mean you have to be. You have to be very gentlemanly. You go. You just say. Excuse me please. Can you come with me please. I want to show you something. All right? Be warned. Your brother has received a red card just now. It means you cannot play for the next match. Where is he? Okay. Anybody who sleep, you take the person to the back row to sleep at the back bench. You let the person lie down. Okay? After church, you wake the person. Everyday life are issues concerning your life. But when it comes to a soldier, it's different. And that is why there are scriptures that look strange in the Bible. For instance, a scripture which says, Husbands, love your wife. Or children, honor your father, honor your mother. When you get to the realm of soldiers, those are not the scriptures that are used. 
the realm of soldiers, Jesus uses scriptures. He says, if anyone come unto me and hate not his father and his mother, the one is saying, honor your father, honor your mother, and hate not his father and his mother and his wife. Meanwhile, the everyday life scripture is, husband, love your wife. But this one says, hate not his father and his mother and his wife and his children and his brothers and his sisters yea and his own life also he cannot be my disciple but under everyday life scriptures thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself you love yourself that is why you can't apply most of those scriptures when you read you just pass over because they don't apply to you they are not civilian scriptures they are scriptures Jesus gave to his disciples when he was sending them out. So people who are not being sent and who are not going anywhere, they can't understand these scriptures. You read it a kind of poetical literature that you just read through, but you can't apply it in your life because there's nobody to hate. All right. And here we are talking about love. And intimacy. We are not talking about, about, about profanities. So when I, when I start giving examples, you think it's the devil who created sex? So the devil who created sex, God who created sex, you are the one who's been jumping around all over the place. And that is why when we mention some of these things, you think of your boyfriend's boyfriend, Dirty Daniel, Slippery Sam, Jumping Jackal, and all these guys come to your mind. And you can't concentrate anymore. It's true. Anyway, it's a pity that you came because I would have preferred that you didn't come. So that I can have people to talk to about some of these nice things. Anyway, intercourse. That's what I started with. Jesus was having intercourse with Mary. Whilst Martha was busy. Now the word intercourse, with the only one you know, right, is the physical activity of sex, usually describing the act of a man putting his penis inside the vagina. That is what, that's what you know. All right? Now, the other definition of intercourse is communication and exchange between people or countries. Yes. And that's why we have LLI and ULI. LLI is lower level intercourse. Where the intercourse is between organs of sexual... Huh? orientation <laughs> and then ULI is upper level intercourse where you have interaction and exchange not with sexual organs but through communication and exchange of ideas are you listening to me and so God God really wants to have intercourse with us he wants to have personal interrelationships with us 
And what I'm talking about is the highest instruction. When the Bible says, when Jesus was asked, what is the greatest command? The greatest number one is that thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart. And it's only when you love someone that you can have intercourse with the person. Marriage was always meant to be a kind of mystical indication of Christ and our relationship with Christ. And so everything in marriage leads to disappointment in a certain sense. It's not fulfilled. Most people marry say, ah, when they have not had sex, is this, is this it? Is that what it, it's about? Is this all? Many people have that question. So, ah, so this is it. So this, this is it. You see, but that is not it. It's actually supposed to be showing you. He said, I speak of Christ and the church. The Bible speaks of Jesus washing us with water, with a presenting him to himself as a glorious bride. And that is how the relationship of marriage is supposed to point us to something that we often don't see what is being pointed us to. A very deep relationship which brings forth fruit. Hallelujah. Most of us don't love God. We love things. Sometimes when we love God, we easily get deflected by his work. And we start to love his work, but we don't love him. And that's why he says, I know thy works and thy labor and how thou hast labored and hast not fainted and hast labored. But I have this one thing against you. You've left your love. Hard workers are often guilty of not loving. Just like hardworking husbands. They are, often not, they are often guilty of not loving their wives. They work hard, provide money, provide car, provide shoes, provide everything, but no love. Working hard is not the same as loving. And so you can be a hard-working Christian, but you don't really love God deeply. And so to love God, even though you may be winning souls and doing so many things for God, and he says, and I know thy works and thy labor, and how thou hast labored, and hast not fainted, and hast labored. But I have this against you. You left your love. And love is not there. And, and you can have people who work hard. And that's one of the problems sometimes when we ask people to do jobs, like me. When I ask somebody to do jobs. Sometimes I ask somebody to do a job, I feel sad after I've asked a person to do a job because the person takes off like a bullet. That's well with a job but disconnects me from i become disconnected from the person because the person was just waiting for a com- command to go and work but it's not really interested in me and so become disconnected from me and i become disconnected from what i send the person to do are you understanding what i'm saying for instance if i take somebody like pastor richard in london i have not become disconnected from london even though he works very hard. In fact, I'm very connected to London. I am more connected to London and my churches in London because of him. And I am more disconnected to some other churches and some other dioceses because of the type of overseer that is there. Sometimes they are doing well, they are working hard, but I'm disconnected from there because they're a hard worker, but he doesn't love me as much. I told you not to come in the evening. Yeah. You don't understand all these things. 
Yes. So, working for God is not just about working for God. There is something higher than working for God. It's called loving God. And when we love God, I tell you what a difference it makes. The Bible says Jesus loved Martha and her sister Mary and Lazarus. Can God say that about you? Now Jesus sat down and related with Mary and Mary had verbal intercourse with Jesus and the other one was just fussing around. Sometimes when I go to people's houses, I say, I'm coming, fellowship. And then you see the woman going around and around and around and around and around, getting this, getting that, organizing this, a tray. You know, a glass that you can just put here. They are going to search for some trays and all sorts of things. Most of those women are shallow. Most of those women are shallow and do not want to relate with me. It's true. They have nothing to say. Can say nothing. They are empty. They have nothing we can talk about. Even when I start talking, I will not want to talk to them about anything spiritual. Because me, I have no many topics. I don't have many topics. God. Yeah, and we can talk about soccer. We're very happy. Ghana scored. This, 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 this. We discuss whether red card, this, this, whether we can score next time. But it will get finished. Then we have to talk about God. And I can't talk about God with you. Because you are empty. You are shallow. You are not deep. There's nothing to say. So they go around carrying trays. Glasses. On end. Getting chips we won't eat. Meat pies we cannot eat. Chicken that ha- cannot be eaten. And you, if you watch me closely, you'll see that I rarely eat any of those things. Or drink any of those things. I am so melancholic about what I eat that almost, almost nothing satisfies me. I eat with my eyes before I eat with my mouth. Uh, look, I told you at the beginning that this is not a service for people who are into the affairs of everyday life. We are, we are talking about higher things. So next week, tell the person, next week, don't bother to come. Next week we are in a realm. Amen? Amen. Are you listening? Yes. And so, it's just like in the ministry, the churches. Many churches tend, tend to hospitals, schools, orphanages, and not because of a lack of a relationship with God. And there was nothing to do. They didn't know God. So they made themselves busy with hospitals, schools, education. They formed educational council, educational committee, educational this, hospital this, this, that, medical this, social work, relief, whatever, because there's no more any relationship with God. And you've got to find something to do. So they had to find some. As for making a school or making a hospital, you don't need a relationship with God. You can do it. Even Satanists, Muslims, and other religions, and everybody, non-Christians, 
and Christians all alike can make a school. You don't need to know God. And so a lack of relationship with God leads to a lot of activities. But there's no depth. Movement. Movement. If you sit, how many know this? You call somebody, hello, hi, how is it? Fine. Are you okay? Yes. Where are you? At home. Uh, we, we look up to check. Yes. Okay, bye. Bye. There's no relationship. There's nothing you can say. There's no depth of intercourse. It's true. Ask yourself, can your pastor sit with you like Jesus sat with Martha? And talk not about your problem, not counseling you. There must be a time we are finished counseling you. And a time where we now begin to fellowship and have intercourse. Jesus sat with Mary and Martha was zooming all over. Jesus still loved her anyway. It's nice. He still liked her. Because you always like somebody who gives you eatable food. God longs to be close to you. To sit with you. Just you and him. Nothing much. No agenda. Sometimes I drive through the streets of different places. And some people come around the car. They just, they just want something. They want money from me. Yesterday I was driving after the soccer. I was in town and a whole lot of guys surrounded my car. Then when they recognized me and they said, ah, pastor, the pastor, pastor. So when I recognized me, I rode down my God. They were jumping all over the car and around. And I said, then they, they said, oh, can you give us something? And I told them, you see all the cars, because there was no, the cars were not moving. They had stopped the cars. Some were sleeping on the road. I told the guys, clear all these guys. And then I'll give you something. <laughs> hey, I became like a, a king of Israel with a chariot. <laughs> they cleared the roads for me and I was just, they were running in front of the cars. <laughs> but I tell you something. <laughs> Are you listening? <laughs> escort. I had escorts. <laughs> but I tell you something. Those guys who were holding my car and saying, give us, do I have a relationship with them? You don't have a relationship with people who are just asking you for things. Give me 10,000. Give me 20,000. Give me this. That's why I don't ask people for things. Lord, God, give me. God, bless me. Lord, kill my landlord. God, kill my, uh, what do you call it? Silence my mother-in-law in Jesus' name. Lord, save me. Hey, No, there's more. There's more. And there are people also, because their relationships are shallow, shallow, they only know how to wish you happy birthday, happy Father's Day. 
Happy Father's Day, God bless. Or some people, they, they, they'll send you a text, they are sending you poems. Poems that they've got from the internet and they'll send it to you. A star in the sky is like the moon on the fairway. And in the tree of life, there is a, there is a, a, a fruit of life. Therefore, and a ray of hope. Therefore, you are the ray of hope to my life. God bless you. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> oh, you don't understand. And some even send pictures. Picture of a boat. Picture of this. It's all part of the text they are sending. Poems. Pre-arranged phrases. Do you, do, do you imagine how God feels? If you start with somebody and I've come, I've come to see you, then you start to read the speech. This, 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 this. That is why I prefer to listen to President Rawlings than to listen to most of these people when they speak. Because he doesn't read speeches. No matter what he's saying, we just position ourselves and say, something will come just now. You say something. It will be interesting. Is it not true? Ah. I mean, you say something not to start the real feelings, you hear it. Rather than these cooked, specially arranged words. Me, I've done community help before where we had to present a report. And when we were presenting the report, and they were showing us how to bring the words that I use in the report. From that time, when I see people giving speeches on television, I said, this, I have done some before. When you go on projects and you go around and there remains, there's, there's, uh, there's uh, <laughs> what are some of the phrases they have? There's uh, much, uh, it remains much something. They have phrases that they use. Much to be desired. Eh? Much to be desired. There's more room for improvement in the whatever and there's much to be desired. Huh? Nothing to write home about. We are looking into, oh. You've seen all those. I prepared some before. Calling on the government, calling on the ministry, calling on this. Have you located some? They said they won't go. They have changed. How many want to have intercourse with the Lord? Turn to Genesis. Wow. Now. Genesis chapter 3. I've almost finished. Chapter 3. They heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called to the man and said, Where are you? 
And he said, I heard the sound of you in the garden. I was afraid because I was naked. So I I hid myself. And he said, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded? Excuse me, that I commanded you not to eat. And the man said, the woman whom thou gavest to me, she gave me the tree and I ate. And the story goes on. But you can see that the Lord God came walking in the cool of the day to find his creation and to fellowship with them as usual. I want to talk to you. I love talking to you. And I love walking with you. I love singing to you. I love it. I love it. I love talking to you. I love walking with you. I love talking to you. Oh, what a great treasure it is to be able to talk to someone. Raise your standard, my friend. Raise your standard. You are too shallow. You can only talk about shallow things. No pastor can sit with you and talk for a long You see, for instance, you see this guy, uh, Prophet Baden. He looks very quiet. And in fact, in his family, he was seen as the most unfriendly. But if he is with me, of even his brothers, I don't chat with them at all much. Some of them are pastors. Oh, hi, how is it? God bless you. Glory be to God. Happy Father's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy happy Kangaroo Day. Every day, you know. (laughs) Happy whatever. Happy Mickey Mouse Day. Where's the, where's the organist? Where's the pianist? All right? Now, but with the prophet, I can sit with him in my room, my bedroom, and talk with him from morning till the evening. We don't have any topic. We talk about God. And I can fellowship with him because he's deep. And he's a spiritual person. And I, only that I don't have time. Oh, yes. We can talk about God. Huh? One day, I sent somebody a, a text of some deep revelation that I had from a, either from Final Quest or something. Then the person sent me a, a, a reply. So, what, what, what does it mean to me? I, I, what are you trying to tell me? Are you trying to tell me something? Oh! I'm not trying to, 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 to tell you to change something. I was, just, I was just trying to have intercourse with you. And you've, you've taken the thing. You've taken the thing in another way. So, uh, does it mean anything? So what are, you, what are you trying to tell me? Deep. Deep calls to deep. Deep does not call to shallow. Deep calls only to deep. If you are not deep, a deep cannot call you. When the deep sees you, he will wave at you, but he will call you. There's nothing to talk about. One day, I called for some pastors. And I came to them with some depth. A revelation which has changed my life over the last two and a half years. And I shared it with them. That's why I say, from that time I said, 
Certain people should not come for meetings. When I say this, people think I'm joking. No. For me, I want particular people to come. And certain type of people coming here to sleep and they find the mess. I'm saying something. What am I talking about? And so on. Charlie, Kaba. Where is the organist? He's gone on vacation. Okay. Are you listening? After I shared my deep revelation with the brother, the brother stood up. I said, I would like to ask a question. I mean, it was question time or something. So he said, um, what you have shared uh, is something that you've been sharing most of the time. And I said, what? But I was listening to him. Because I have to keep my face straight. There's no art to find the mind's construction in the face. So when I keep my face straight, you will not have any art to know what is in my mind. So I looked straight and said, said, basically, what you are saying is that we should be full-time. We have to be full-time in the ministry. Basically, what you are saying is that we should be full-time. All that you say is leading to only one thing, and that is that you should be full-time in the ministry. When I heard that, I was, I was shocked. Because I was not talking about full time, but that's the only thing that he could do. I could not have intercourse with him. I could not have intercourse with him. He doesn't work. He's on another, he's on another, uh, another wavelength altogether. Everything I say means something else. Why can't I talk to you without it becoming some, something else? Everything. So, so basically, you have, we have heard this message before. Meanwhile, it was something that to me was a special new revelation which has actually changed some, a major course in my ministry up to the, since that particular camp. I will not mention the particular camp. It is basically it's the same, I mean the same thing that we've been hearing there. From the beginning it was a pharaoh, it was this, it was that. All things are leading to one place which is what? Full time. <laughs> it's a pity. It's a pity. That is why I don't even want them to come around so that when I can preach freely. And when I share from my heart, you not stand there and tell me, it basically seems uh, we have been hearing most of these things or most of the time. And it seems uh, basically it's just one thing that you are saying. We should leave our jobs and come and work for the church. Your mouth. I can't. Some of you are so touchy. But I walk with you and we talk and I say this. So what what are you trying to tell me? I'm not saying anything. Let's go. We are talking. And we're talking. So so I should I should resign. We are not talking about resigning. We go in and I'm trying to share with you. So so you mean that what? I don't mean anything. I don't mean anything. Why does it have to mean something? Can we not fellowship? Can we not have intercourse? Jesus said to Mary, Martha, you are too, you are so busy, but this one sitting here, she has chosen the right thing. She has chosen the, and that thing will not be taken from her. All of you women, you don't know, those of you who have made yourself women, whose main aim in this life is to bring forth children and to have families. You are lost. You see, that's why I said you shouldn't come in the, in the evening. The aim of a woman is more, well, 
the most women, average women, your main aim is to give birth, have children, and marry. There are higher aims for women. Far higher than that. And that one thing will not be taken. Your children will be taken out. Even by the age of 15, you see that they are taken away from you. 13, you see that they have another mind. And by such a, they will be taken away from you. They will, they will leave you. They will go away from you. But one thing will not be taken away from you. And he said, you have cho- she has chosen that particular thing. She's chosen to sit with me. Did you hear me? I said, she's chosen to sit with me. She's chosen to talk to me. She's chosen to relate with me. And not sit down and just, you know, cannot, you cannot talk to the person. Because I tell you, when Jesus was at a certain place, he didn't say anything. When he was before Pontius Pilate, he said nothing. And Herod, he said nothing. He said, they asked him, answerest thou me not a word? And he answered them not a word. Until they said, he said, do not know that I have power to release you. And Jesus told him, you have no power except it is given to you from above. He almost urinated on his trousers immediately. There are times when Jesus was quiet. But when he found people to talk to, he talked and talked and talked and talked and talked. When he met those type of people, he just gave them a parable. And he said, so I went there to see the treasure, something. Then he just left it and, and he went away. And the disciples, what is, what is all this you have said? What does it mean? That Jesus gave them all the explanation. But for those other people, no. They didn't love him. And that's why sometimes he preached and said, you are an evil generation. Wicked people. You have come for crusade. Bad people. You want miracles. The Lord God came in the cool of the day. And I can tell you one day, he will be with us. Those of us who love him. And those of us who have chosen him above everything else. We will be with him. We will be with him. We will walk with him. We will talk with him. We don't know how he will talk to all of us. But somehow he will talk with us. Somehow we will be with him. Bible says there shall be no more sorrow. No more crying. No more tears. He shall wipe away our tears. And the Bible says, and we shall see his face. We shall be with him. We shall see with him. We shall see him face to face. And we shall see him face to face. That's what we used to sing about. We shall see him face to face. We shall see him face to face. And crown him Lord of Lords. Yes, that's what we want. This book you may not know. It begins in the garden where there were tree of life. And the very last chapter in Revelation chapter 22, you see the tree is there again. And you see the river is there again. And there are going to be some people who are going to be right there in the garden again with the Father. Those who love Him, those who like Him, those who want Him will be with Him again. That's the highest and greatest commandment. There is nothing greater than to love God. Yes. And it's because people don't love God, that's why we have such a struggle with so many messages in the church they don't mean much you can't preach most of the bible because most of the church is not interested in god turn of turn to songs of solomon how many want to love him i love talking Talking with you, I love 
chapter eight. Sing it. Anything you tell me, Lord, it's always true. And so I love talking with you. I love walking. I love walking. Walking with I Jesus. Walking with you. When you are walking and you are speaking in tongues, you are not mad. You can take me. You are speaking to Jesus. That you Let them think you are mad. But you speak to your Jesus. I love walking with you, Jesus. Walking with you, yes, I sing it. I love singing. I love it. And so I love singing to you. How many love talking? I love talking with you. I love it, Jesus. And I love talking with you. I love it, Jesus. And so I love talking with you. That's why he said, pray without ceasing. Talking to God. Some of you only speak in tongues. You can't intelligently relate with God. It's too far from your mind. Your mind is on other things. If you want to know how deep someone is, ask the person always to pray. In English not in tongues just ask the person to pray Say, pray let us pray you, you pray, pray, pray for us and you listen just listen that's how you know how deep a pe- I tell you I can put you all here one, I know I don't want to embarrass you one by one say you pray and we'll see in English and start praying there are some people you put them here and you can you can relate with that. They can pray for one hour to God. No, we've not given you any topic. You start to talk to God from your heart and it starts to roll out of you. Oh God, oh God, I love you. And you see like the Psalms of David and the Psalms in the Bible. You see him talking to God, speaking to God. Oh, how beautiful. That's one of the things you can, you can tell how deep somebody like Bishop Duncan Williams is because when he starts to pray there's nobody who prays like he prays yeah you can know somebody by listening to the person one day there was a brother in church he wanted to marry someone the sister in church and he told me about it I said okay I'll find out about her for you 
I want to know how. She, so we're having a fasting and prayer meeting. And then when it got to, I said, Brother so and so, just lead us in prayer. So he prayed. Then after that, I said, Sister, so the sister that I wanted to know, I said, Sister so and so, can you also lead us in prayer? And I listened. It was through that prayer that I was able to assess her. We have what we call a spiritual lomita. I said, I said, we want to call on our sister, but I called somebody first so that she wouldn't sense any strategic move. So I called a brother first, and then I think maybe even a second person. I said, oh, can we call on our sister over there? And she stood up and she prayed. She didn't know that she was earning for herself a husband. She called on God from her heart. She prayed to God. She spoke in English and she spoke for minutes praying to God. After I told the brother, I said, brother, you are cool, man. <laughs> I have always known for years, listen to somebody praying in English, it will tell you how. Some people, they don't know how to pray. Yes, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we are, we are here, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Oh God, today is the day. Thank you. Today is the day, oh God, of your power. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Yes, Lord, we come in Jesus' name, Lord. Ash, thank you. We feel your power. Thank you, Jesus, Lord. We call on you now, oh God, in Jesus' name. Amen. One day, I saw a, a particular sister in the church. And I said to myself, why is it that this girl never rises up, become a shepherd, become a pastor, become anything? Because she's always here praying. So one day, I decided to go near to see, to hear what she was praying. Hey! When I got near to her, and I heard her praying, from beginning to the end amen this is going not a word of understanding Paul said I'll pray with my spirit and I'll pray with my understanding as well songs of Solomon I love walking with you we are closing. Verse 4. Sing it. I love, I love, yes, I love walking with you. And you can take me any place that you want to. I love it. Because I love walking with you. So sweet. I want you to swear, O daughters of Jerusalem, do not arouse or awaken my love until she pleases. Hey, brothers, love is so powerful that when somebody is awakened with love, 
or stirred up. It's almost uncontrollable. Many of you sleep because there's no love. Love will awaken you. Sometimes you see people say, I cannot go. I'm tired. I'm sleeping. But when there is love, there is passion, a person will never be tired. You see people who say they've closed work. They are now going to find some girl. They are not tired. They say they were stressed at work, but they are moving. Because the love has been awakened. They have seen something. Maybe the wife at home is more than tiger leopard. Not tiger woods, tiger leopard. (laughs) And they have seen love and tenderness somewhere. So they are ready to go far. That's I said, do not awake him. When you awake him, my love, I will be different. I move. Oh, I feel love. Don't, 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 don't. That's why I said, don't start. When you start, I can't control myself. That's how it is when you are serving God. When you stir up this love, the person becomes different. Different. Find a person who loves God, not a person who knows a lot about God. Love surpasses knowledge anytime. Awaken my love. Don't start. Because once you awaken my love, you stir it up. Most of your love for God has not been stirred up. That's why it comes to and then when you read scripture they said that your word is better than gold is better than silver you look at it like what is what are they talking about you don't understand it's just poems to you who is this coming from the wilderness leaning on her beloved chamados who is this coming from the wilderness leaning on her beloved who is this coming from the wilderness leaning on her beloved from the wilderness wow leaning on his beloved who is this coming they are walking that's what God wanted oh. that's why I said the love of a man and a woman eh, is a mystery revelation Christ wanted us to lean on him and come from the wilderness. Oh, 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 oh. I love walking with you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I like talking with you, Jesus. I like singing to you, Jesus. I like you, Jesus. I love it, Jesus. Who is this coming? Which church member is that coming from the wilderness? Leaning on his beloved. Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Very few. Very few. Who is that? I love walking with you, Jesus. 
I love talking. I love talking with you. Beneath the apple tree, I awakened you. Hey! Beneath the apple tree. There your mother was in labor with you. There she was in labor and gave you birth. Under the apple tree. Put me like a seal over your heart. And like a seal over your arm. Hey, brother and sisters. Catch this one and fall in love with God. No man can give you this. When he has tasted you a few times. He will not be interested anymore. But Jesus will not lose his interest in you. Under the apple tree. Put a seal like how you are sealing your heart. Sealing your arm. Like somebody said, Jesus come into my heart. Let me lock the door and throw the key away. I want Jesus to be in my heart. We are not struggling about something here. We are talking about love. Who is this coming from the wilderness? Leaning on his beloved. Who is that? Leaning on me. Leaning on me. We used to sing a song, Lean on me. Is it a Christian song? Uh, Lean on me. Is that a Christian song? Crossover. <laughs> Leaning on the everlasting love. I love it. Listen. Put me like a seal over your heart. Like a seal on your arm. Huh? For love is as strong as death. Okay, that's why I prefer to love you. And for you to love me than for you to be an employee and than for you to be somebody who is collecting salary. It's a different thing. Love is as strong as death. Do you know how strong death is? <laughs> Princess Dana is dead. Oh. So strong. Even the Prince of Wales had to go and throw her away. And the Queen of England had to go and throw her away. So strong. And yielding never changing that is why we cry when somebody dies because it's like we cannot believe that it is so over so permanently finished i prefer that is why you see sometimes when you see me talking to somebody it's not that i like talking a lot as i look at some people and i say they their minds are corrupted i will prefer anything sometimes people don't know how do you choose this person how do you select somebody to, to work for you? Oh, very easy. Find somebody who is connected to you like death. The person cannot remove. Death cannot be changed. One day we had a pastor, I thought he was close to us. And he went off on a tangent and said, if I was working as such and such, I would have been earning this and that. Now he was talking about salaries. Do you think we are in the ministry because of salaries? No. 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 
Love is as strong as death. Death. Many waters cannot quench it. Many floods, rivers cannot drown it. Ash. I prefer, I prefer, I prefer, I prefer to have somebody who loves me. I'll choose somebody who loves me. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. If I have the greatest spiritual warrior, so powerful, even a general overseer, who can pray and mountains are moved. Huh? And can fast and mountains are moved. And I have a little girl who loves me. I'll choose the little girl who loves me to pray for me rather than that general overseer who can pray for mountains to come down to pray for me. I prefer the one, the small girl who loves me to pray for me. I'll, I'll do better. If I have the better, the best accountant in the world, supersonic worker for Enron or whichever place you have ever worked before, and I have a little girl who loves me, I will choose the little girl who loves me. Keep watching. You watch me at the very end and you see that by the grace of God I made it. Keep watching. Love is as strong as death. Some people have people that is not strong. Their, your relationship with them is not strong. They cannot stay with you for long. Because what is holding them is not love. It's not strong. What is keeping them is not love. Branch pastors, there is nothing which can control a branch pastor except love. Look, people think that we, we are frightening people with us. Hey, Bishop, that loyalty, loyalty and disloyalty. People are afraid in the church. It's not true. Go and ask my pastors from Australia to Pretoria. Ask them if they are afraid of me or if they love me. If you read some of the texts on my phone, you think I'm a homosexual. Because men, men will be telling me, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, grown ups. Yeah. You may even think I'm homosexual. Because some of you. Brothers, you feel love for me. Yeah. And if you were a woman, somebody may say, Hey, Charlie, cool down. It's somebody's husband. Watch out, sister. <laughs> but because you are a brother, you don't have to. They better watch out. What? One pastor, he, he had a pastor of a church and the past i've almost finished preaching i don't know why i'm even still here listen there was one pastor he had a pastor of a he had a, a branch and a, some guys broke away so he went and called a, a judge from court and he made the pastor sign in front of the judge court judge i promise i swear Sign, 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 sign. Oh, it's not as strong as death. Shelly, the guys orangulized him severely. Took over the whole church. No, no, look. What can, what is, it's not strong. Caught. That is why 
even signing of papers it's not strong that's why we sign the and we go and divorce it's just a paper even there are places they don't harass you at all when you want to divorce right now no, the paper will get finished they will do it for you golden cannot be committed to me through money i'm giving him money so he's coming i fear people who i have to give money to for them to like me hey money is a very bad there was one guy i did i was doing something for him his company and so on he was asking me for advice then after he was bringing me money i said my friend what is my i don't want your money we are not i don't relate he, he, he feels that everything is money you have to give people money to please them and to make people like you and to be close to you you have to give them money what kind of relationship is that woman that they have to use money to lure you you won't marry a man unless he gives you money you don't get correct people look because as remember how your husband the guy was giving you money before he got married after you are married there will be other sweet smiling sisters he will be giving them money also on the side you watch and see because you thought you trained him that way you train him that you can you can buy he can buy your love with papaya and spring rolls and other monies and shoes so he's well trained for the future hallelujah love is stronger you can't control a branch pastor with loyalty teachings ah, high court judges curses fear no you can't control employees every accountant can steal i have done accounts before it's uh, expenditure and then income every accountant can steal when it is not balancing they will just find something to fit in and they'll write what suspense account or they'll write miscellaneous expenses transportation entertainment this gifts miscellaneous this and that and they'll fill it in accountant me i don't trust them at all i'll never trust my life to an accountant i prefer somebody who doesn't know account but the person loves me it's stronger than accounting that's what people don't know love love strong as death i don't think you understand what i'm preaching about many waters cannot quench love nor will rivers overflow it if a man were to give all the riches of his house for love it would be utterly despised no amount of money can be up to love get that and don't forget it if a man were to give all the riches of his house for love to be despised it cannot pay woman and they can buy you with money you are cheap you are cheap pastor you can be bought with a pastor in a church somebody will come and approach you and say we want you to come to our ministry goobly gob ministry how much are they paying you 1.6 million we'll offer you 3.3 will you come and you can be bought then you are cheap you are cheap if a man were to give all the riches that's why when people are coming to work i promise them poverty if you are not ready for poverty don't come to lighthouse to work in the church i promise you fully yeah real poverty and if you cannot understand and receive poverty don't come there's no money to offer you hallelujah all the riches in this world 
all that we cannot exchange for. That's why God is only looking for our love. That's all he wants. Love. What's the first and greatest? Love me. Not even even do this and sacrifice and kill yourself. Just love me. And when you love me, whatever it means, you will do it. Then you'll understand it. And God can talk with you. Oh, every king wants to have friends. Every king. David's friend was Ahithophel. And Hushai. The Archite. David's friend. Every king. King Solomon had a friend called Ziba. Every king wants somebody to talk. He's lonely up there. God wants people to talk to. He wants, if there's any friend he can talk to and relate. Even me, I'm a pastor. My place is very lonely. Sometimes I, I just want somebody to talk to who can understand. Most people cannot understand me. Sometimes even my wife cannot understand me. No one can understand me. And I just want somebody to talk. Sometimes when I'm talking to Pastor Idea and Reverend Saki, I know they cannot solve my problems. But I, just, I, just, I just say because I need somebody to talk to. And I just tell them all the problems I have in this life. And I know that they, they can never solve my problem. If they can never end my problem. They cannot do anything. But I just like somebody to talk to. Because every, every king wants a friend. He wants somebody to talk to. And God is looking for somebody to talk to. He wants somebody to, he can relate to that. He can talk with the person. The person will not say, does it mean you are sacking me? Does it mean you will kill me tomorrow? Does it mean full time? Does it mean I should leave my job? It doesn't mean anything. Does it mean I should do this? There's nothing to do. I was just talking to you. I was just talking to you. I was just talking. That's why we can't be prophets. But we can't see visions. If it's any vision you see, you have to do something. There are visions you see, you are not supposed to do anything. Just you have to watch it. When you watch uh, Rambo, do you do something? You don't do anything. You just watch it. After you go. When you watch the soccer match, after it, you score, scored, you just go. That's all. There's nothing you can, you cannot score. You cannot change the referee. You cannot change the yellow cards. Just watch it. And just continue in your life. And get the feeling from the watching. How many want to be prophets of God and see things? God wants somebody to show dreams to and visions. Just watch it and be happy. There's nothing to do. Just fellowship. Who is that coming from the wilderness? Who is that? Leaning on my beloved. Who is that? Who is that? Stand to your feet. Let us pray. Today I've received more than 100 poems. <laughs> Lift your hands to the Lord. Just ask the Lord to refresh your heart with His love. His love. Love is as strong as death. How many want something strong in your life? Look at me, everybody. Some of you are businessmen. The reason why you fail is because there's no love. You don't love your employees, your employees don't love you. Simple and short. When you worked at Kolebu, did you love Kolebu? Did you think Kolebu loved you? I never felt Kolebu loved me. I knew they didn't love me. And I wouldn't stay. Even if I was selling bananas, I wouldn't work in Kolebu. Prefer. I prefer not to, to work there. I could feel the absence of any love. 
whatsoever. Lift your hands. Father, thank you for your blessing tonight. Thank you for your healing tonight. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord, thank you. Touch our lives, touch our hearts, touch our spirits. Walking with you, you can take me any place. I see some Marys and some Martha's. God is making you a Mary, and God is making you a Martha. Someone who sits by Jesus, and Jesus, the Son of God, can talk with you. Oh, lift your hand and say, Lord, make me Mary, make me Martha. I love That's it. Why I love talking with you. Oh, I love Thank you, Jesus. With you. Father, we thank you for your word tonight and for your blessing. Touch our hearts. Lay just your hands on your stomach. Father, I pray that out of our belly now shall begin to flow rivers of life, rivers of love, rivers of living water. Thank you for a great treasure and opportunity we have to fellowship with you. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Bow down your heads for one moment. If you are here this evening and are not born again, I want to pray for you. If you want to give your life to Jesus, to live your life to God tonight, I want to pray for you. If you are here like that, I want to say, Pastor, I want to be born again and I want to give my heart and everything to God from tonight. If you're here like that, just lift up your right hand. Just your right hand and I'm going to pray with you. Lift it up high. Thank you. I see your hand. God told me to pray for you, so I want to just obey him before I... Lift it up high. I see your hand. I said, if you've lifted your hand, stand up, please. Just stand where you are. Just be where you are, but stand up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Lift your hand over there. You lifted your hand. Just stand, 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 stand everywhere. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Somebody over there, I saw your hand going up. Just stand up quickly, please. I don't have much time. God bless you. If you are standing, I want you to come to me in the front as well. Just come to me. Take your bag. Take your bag, your Bible, and just come. Come to me from where you are standing. Oh, God bless you. Just come. Come to Jesus. It's a special day for you, I tell you. All right. Come quickly, my sister, my brother. Come. Come to Jesus tonight. Now close your eyes and say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, today is my day. I give my heart to you. Oh God, please forgive me for all my sins. From today, I am born again. From today, I give my heart and my soul and my everything to Jesus Christ. Oh Jesus, have mercy on me. 
please cleanse me please wash me in your special blood from tonight i belong to god and i belong to jesus christ thank you lord in jesus name amen god bless you for listening to this message visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages information on upcoming events and so much more make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day and remember god has not given you the spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind